Success and personal growth come from having the right attitude. And even more than that, it's motivating yourself from the right attitude. The power of positive expectancy can help unlock your potential for achieving great things in life. And it all starts with creating a mindset that will help set you up for success. Having a clear vision of what you want to achieve and adapting to a pull strategy versus a push strategy that is incredibly powerful, but not truly sustainable long-term. So this shift in mindset is the key to staying motivated even when things aren't going as planned. And it's also the momentum element that will serve you long after that particular goal you set out to achieve has become a reality. In this episode, we're going to explore the truth about your unique definition of success and why you can't just default to anyone else's or society's, the pull approach of leveraging the power of positive expectancy so that you not only reach your desired outcome and goals, but you build an unshakable mindset in the process and how to stay motivated even when things don't go as planned or the excitement wears off, which it will inevitably do. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. What is success? As humans, we're hardwired to want to achieve and success is defined as getting a favorable or a desired outcome. Success is something that everyone wants in life, but the trick is many people don't necessarily know how to achieve it for themselves, partly because it can feel overwhelming if you have a big goal or you can't really conceptualize the steps to get there. And partly, and I think this is a big one that we're moving through as a generation right now, we're really shifting. It's because we don't always take the time to stop and define success for ourselves. A lot of times we have, you know, we go out into the world and we chase someone else's definition of success and it takes us down a path that wasn't even where we wanted to go in the first place. It could be parents or your friend group or even just the societal norm of white picket fence married in a heterosexual relationship with one boy and one girl and a golden retriever. <laughs> that image that we've been served over and over for our entire lives. And, but the truth is, it's the fact that we all have a different definition of success that makes the world so incredible. It's the different perspectives that shape a magical and a brighter future. If we can only tap into and be courageous enough to lean into it. Having a clear vision of what you want to achieve in life is essential. That's half the battle. Once you've got that, setting goals and taking small steps toward achieving them can help you stay focused and motivated as you move forward toward your desires. It's really nice to be able to see that because then you can start with the end in mind, right? 
But if you don't know what your goals or your vision in life is, it's really hard to move forward and to achieve success, whatever your definition is. So the first step really is to take a step back and get some distance from your current reality and start imagining who you want to be and what you want to accomplish or create. It's really, really hard when we're in the day-to-day grind or the just going through the motions of, you know, get up, eat, sleep, repeat. It's so hard to see what's possible for us or what we want in life or what we want to create because we're just so stuck in the motions. And so creating some space and some quiet time and some rest, I know it's, <laughs> it can be uncomfortable when we're just sitting there in silence and when we are you know, forced with spending some time with our own thoughts, it can be really uncomfortable. But we really do need that distance in order to conceptualize what it is that is possible for us. We have to kind of disrupt that that automatic living that we're moving through over and over again. One way of doing this, if you've kind of created that space for yourself and you've set the intention that you're going to take some time, really dive into what it is that you want to create, who do you want to be, how do you want to show up, what is it that you want to achieve in your life. One of the things is to sit down and write down your ideal life in detail. And this exercise will really help you identify and visualize the end result, which is the key for setting yourself up to actually achieve it. Like I said earlier, starting with the end in mind is the easiest way to to back into whatever it is that you want to see happen. It can be helpful to think of it in terms of the five W's. So who, what, when, where, and why. Who do you want to become? What are your goals and your aspirations? When do you want to accomplish them by? Where will they take you? And most importantly, why do these things matter to you? And I think most of us, I don't know, you know, if you haven't heard this or seen this talk, definitely go check it out. I'll put it in the show notes, but start with why Simon Sinek. He really rocked the world with his TED talk about start with why. And I think because it's so compelling when we are acting out of conviction and determination, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, that when we're acting from that state, there's less deterrence because we are relying less on our emotional state in that moment to motivate ourselves to keep going. But if we start with why did these things matter to us, knowing those things and why, really helps us tap into the motivation or the inspiration that we need to cultivate or bring up from within. And I mentioned this on on a previous episode, Leadership of Self, is that is part of being a truly great leader is being able to motivate and pull that inspiration from when you're leading a team, it's to kind of translate that to the team. But when you're talking about leadership of self and how you use that, to get what it is that you want, it's that why is so huge because it goes beyond how you're feeling in the moment. It goes beyond that, uh, you know, wanting to stay in bed when you know what you really want to do is feel energy and feel good in your body. And so I can't understate how important that is. And so answering these questions can be hugely 
it at least get the ball rolling for you and hopefully be hugely valuable in being able to look out over a longer period of time and to be able to see where it is that you actually want to go. Go crazy, dream big, and let yourself really imagine what could be possible for you. And this is the first step to um, really being able to move forward is knowing where you want to go. So once you have that vision for where you want to be, the next step is to break it down into achievable steps. It can get really overwhelming. Big goals seem really overwhelming if you try and take them on all at once. And so breaking them up into smaller ones will really help you make them more manageable and it's definitely going to increase your chances of getting what you desire because you've been able to chunk it out into little bite sizes that before you know it, this is really truly what I think was being referred to when I've heard the quote float around and I don't know who it's attributed to, but you overestimate what you can do in a day or a week or a year. I forget what it is, but underestimate what could be done in a longer period of time. And I butchered that quote. (laughs) I think it's actually you overestimate what you can do in a day and underestimate what you can do in a year. But the point is this, is that when you're looking over a longer time horizon, you really underestimate that breaking down of the pieces in between and how much you can actually get what you want. If you just allow yourself a moment and say, okay, it's overwhelming. That's a big goal. I've got big goals too. It's something that I'm not quite there mentally that I know I can achieve them. I've worked on my mindset and I do feel that way. I feel that I can, you know, if I say set out to do something, I know I've got it, but that wasn't a reality for me most of my life. And so being able to break it down, just give yourself the grace and space to be like, okay, that's overwhelming, but I'm going to break it down and I'm just going to focus on those smaller micro steps so that I can get those small incremental wins. And I know that I'm moving toward my desired end destination and life. There's no end destination, but if you're talking about a particular goal. So one note here too, about the all or nothing attitude, a lot of us default to myself included. And I think that's a very common thing for people who are really driven, who really enjoy personal growth. When it comes to setting goals, don't expect perfection. 10, 20, 30% improvement is still better than 100% for a week and then zero because you didn't hold up to the standard that you set for yourself. Layer on improvements to your habit. And I think, you know, this is where the concept, the 1% better concept came from is that kind of breaking that all or nothing mentality. If you want to get fit, try going to the gym or working out two days a week or one day a week instead of you know, your typical five, six days in the gym or bust. And then add a third day or a second day when one day is a habit. So you've developed those strong habitual muscles and you've told your body what to expect. Now just layer on a little bit more of that because 10, 20, 30%, like I said, that improvement adds up and it's still better than that all or nothing approach. So how do we create the follow through that we need to keep moving forward. This is where positive expectancy and honestly, self-love comes into play. Positive expectancy is a powerful tool for success and personal growth. It's important to understand the difference between pushing yourself with negative thoughts or berating yourself, which can be a really powerful short-term motivator, 
but it tends to pull you down into a downward spiral long term. And instead, harnessing the power of positive expectancy and true love, true self-love, which can help propel you forward. It also creates an environment that builds more momentum that can be used toward anything you want to go after long term. So it doesn't just apply to this one goal and that's it. We hear it all the time. I'm losing weight because I don't like what I see in the mirror. Or I'm training extra hard today because I didn't stick to my eating plan. It's that not enoughness that has been cultivated in our society. That belief that we need to push to go harder, to do better, which is a really powerful short-term motivator. It's you know, gives you that burst of negative energy we feel that gives us the juice that we need to push more and go harder. We see it with athletic training all the time. But there's a downside to this approach. And it lies in the long-term effect that trash talk and that belief that we're not currently enough, that we're escaping something, it cultivates in our mind. And this ultimately leaves, leads to a negative mindset and creates a bottleneck in your personal growth long-term. On the other hand, radical positive expectancy is about creating an internal dialogue of support and encouragement that motivates you to reach for higher goals. It's about believing in yourself and understanding that you have the power to achieve great things. Instead of the constant cycle of, I'm not fast enough, so I need to train harder, I need to push harder. It's really the flip approach to that. It's interesting because either way, you're moving forward. And when I think about this concept, there are a few images that come to mind that hopefully will explain what I'm sharing here and give a little bit of context. So let's take creating a monument or a building, for example. One image that comes up for me is of a slave driver. So you're behind someone with a whip and that person is moving forward, but they're moving forward out of fear. They're pushing themselves to the brink of what they can do, but with an unsustainable approach. That person is going to eventually burn out. They're going to give out to exhaustion, worn down from pushing. And this is what I envision when I think about pushing ourselves through berating or negativity or that internal kind of trash talk, et cetera. The other picture is of an artist. And it's someone who is so drawn to create that same building, but from a place of positive expectancy. Love, genuine curiosity around what's possible. The same building might be created, but the pull approach that artist experiences throughout the process is a world of difference when it comes to how it plays out for the individual, how much energy they feel in the process what they do after it's created, how they feel about the project, and so much more. I don't know about you, but I would much rather move toward my dreams and my goals with the artist's approach rather than the slaves. It goes to show too, I mean, how much do you think that person is going to want to continue doing that or do it again if they've experienced the approach that I explained with the slave? Are you really going to want to, when you think about health and fitness or wellness, if you are constantly berating yourself and telling yourself, you know, I need to get the last 10 pounds, I'm not good enough until I get the last 10 pounds, 
And maybe you get to that point and you gain weight again and you need to get down that 10 pounds again. Or maybe you were telling yourself 10 pounds to get yourself to the place that you could get the next 10 pounds. Are you really going to want to do that again? No, (laughs) you're not. Because you just trash talked yourself the whole time, made yourself feel like garbage. But if you shift the approach and you're like, I love my self so much. I love my body. I want to give it the best that it can be. I want to treat it like a temple. It's incredible how amazing that I have this (laughs) meat suit to walk around in and experience all of this life and incredible, fantastic, magical things that can be experienced in the world. And I can't do it without this. And I'm just going to give my best to this because I love it so much and it's going to help me stay here longer. And so you can see that the approach is like, of course, I want to go move my body. Of course, I want to exercise. Of course, I want to feel, you know, go to a yoga class and stretch because it's going to give me more of what I love and what's good in the world, right? And so it's the same thing. It's just a different mentality that's going to be more sustainable long-term and get you enjoy the ride a lot more. So there's such a magical way of moving toward what you want when you take it from this angle. It's when we make something a painful process, making ourselves feel bad about or not enough along the way towards something that can motivate us, but never really cultivates that mindset that we'll need to keep going. And so like that slave, we're going to eventually give out to exhaustion, so worn down from the struggle and the strain and definitely never wanting to do that again. The key in unlocking your potential for success and personal growth is in creating a mindset that will set you up for success over the course of time, no matter what it is that you're going for. And that includes the ability to move towards something with love, running toward the next version of yourself, not being driven into it. Staying motivated is an important part of cultivating that positive expectancy in life and moving toward the goals with love and curiosity. And this is honestly the best way that I've ever experienced anyways, long-term to do this. So one thing is to make part of your habits is to remind yourself often why you set out to do your goals in the first place. We talked about this earlier, having that clear vision for your life is such a powerful motivator when you don't feel like doing the smaller things that you said that you would do. It's also important to give yourself some grace when you don't meet a goal. When things aren't going as planned, it can be so easy to get down on yourself and spiral into that negative thinking, but take note of any unhelpful thoughts and replace them with more helpful thoughts and move on. Something that will allow you to move forward with a different action and therefore get a different result. Remember what I said earlier, that 10, 20, 30%, even 1% improvement is still better then the hundred for a week and then the zero because you didn't hold up to that standard that you set for yourself. Let's be honest, right? And finally, don't forget to have fun along the way. Change can be so difficult and it's important to enjoy the journey. Celebrate the small wins. Take time for yourself. Do something you love. Spend time with people who bring out your best self and let those experiences fuel you and push you toward those bigger successes. So when it comes to creating a mindset for success and personal growth, that positive expectancy and embracing self-love is truly key. Taking those small steps towards your goals with love and curiosity 
is going to help you stay motivated even when things don't go as planned. And with focus, dedication, and intentionally choosing thoughts that serve you when, you know, you're kind of going down that spiral, anything is possible. Leverage the power of positive expectancy to unlock your potential for success, and I promise you won't regret it. Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.